Hey, Mana. <laughs> hey, Jaden. So let's start this podcast by talking about how you grew up. <laughs> but yeah, I guess um, I guess that you go off that cue. So um, I guess when I grew my grow my growing up was a bit weird in the sense that like I I, I, grew, I was born in Baltimore. Then um, I was there for a while. When I did preschool there, I went to I, I moved to California for about like a, like a month or two. Did some kindergarten there. Then moved to Virginia. Did the rest of my kindergarten in Virginia. Then I moved back to to Baltimore. So kind of like a whole triangle thing. And then and I was there. Then I stood. I was there from like first grade to ninth grade at one school, and it was an all boys school. It was a K through twelve, and it it was uh, yeah. I have it's Gillen School was the name, and it was like I have a lot of great memories there. A lot of great friends from there. It's it's. It's a, uh, it, it was this strange environment for me though for a while, because when I was young, like when I was like really young, like when I was in elementary school, I was like, I mean, I was, I, I was pretty much not, I was like the least cool kid you could possibly imagine. Yeah. <laughs> in the sense that I was, uh, because I, I, I knew like basically not, 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 nothing of what like most other kids like to do. I was basically yeah. a nerd. What happened is I didn't really have that many friends. And then I was kind of quiet and shy until like, I'd say about seventh grade or so seventh grade yeah about around then is when i stopped being quiet and shy and i, I, I kind of i actually became I, I sort of accepted myself for being a nerd and i was like whatever it's cool <laughs> and so, so then i ended up you know i ended up being sort of like much more vocal in class it was like it was, well, it was a, yeah, yeah dude you're you're just so cool you know <laughs> like i i like the vibes you give up in class it's just like Thanks for being you, you know? <laughs> Thank you, Jaden. I appreciate that. It was, it, I was not like that for a long time. Uh, it was, it was really about seventh grade that I kind of switched it. Like I went from being like super shy and, and to like being not shy at all. Like it was like, a, it was like almost a complete personality shift. It was, yeah. just, it was just one day. It was weird. Yeah. And oh, so you mentioned you went to an all boys school. So I'm not sure if you knew, but uh, I, I went to an all boys school too. <laughs> Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't, okay. Yeah, yeah wow. I, and back in Hong Kong, I went to DBS for from first grade to ninth grade, the same school. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, so we yeah. also did the first through ninth thing? Okay, cool. Yeah, well, yeah, we, 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 we did it that way. And what are your thoughts about going to an all boys school? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't like it as much as going to co ed. I mean, it, because like, I just I think it's just not as. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's just not as, like, I mean, like, real, like, it's just not as, like, realistic in terms of like what life is i don't think it's good, as good of an education because like 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 maybe when you're like really young it doesn't really matter that much but i feel like but i feel like as you get older it's it's sort of like like why like, i don't see the i don't see the benefit of it like it's just like it's an unrealistic environment in the sense like it's just not representative of society at all I and then you have like then you have like sort of like the gender issues of, set, of propagating this binary gender system and such yeah i don't even really know what the case is made for single sex schools uh it feels like segregation, yeah. gender segregation schools, and I'm like, what? So is it they're trying to prevent like social interaction between boys and girls because that's inherently distracting? <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I don't really know. There's not. There's not very many benefits I can think of. Definitely for all boys, like, like if like especially if like like all boys, you have it's because also more like a, a locker room environment, like everywhere, which isn't great. Yeah. But also, uh, also like. The other thing is that, like, maybe for like all girls, like all women's school, it might be a bit better. Just like because I've heard some good stories about how, like, some how, like, I don't know this personally, but like how some people just feel less comfortable, like, unless they're in all like, an all girls school, which that seems valid to me. But like, yeah. I, I don't. But I, personally, I don't think it was as good of an educational experience. Yeah. And and I can attest to this. I feel like uh, 
the social interaction skills required to interact with the people with the opposite sex is definitely hindered a bit <laughs> because just from going to an all boys school. Do you, do you agree? <laughs> I just, I feel like, I just don't understand, like, the point, I just don't understand the point of it, because, like, it's, like, it's, like, 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 girls are, like, for, uh, like, they're, they're, like, they're normal people, too. Like, I don't understand what's, what's so weird about separating. Yeah, <laughs> like, like we're all just, like, human beings. Well, thank God we're at Chot now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was a good move. Yeah, so, you, you said you switched between ba uh, Baltimore, Maryland, and then you settled in Baltimore? Yeah, I went from Baltimore, then I had a brief stint in California and Virginia, and then I came back to Baltimore. Yeah. So how much of, like, I know you're very interested in, like, I'm very good at the sciences at Chote, so, uh, like, in <laughs> I like STEM in general. SRP, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I no, I think I think you, you shine, bro. Uh, <laughs> nice. And I just wanted to know, like, how did your, like, how did going to, like, your school affect that because in some way it's probably shaped it in some way that you're probably better at it or you're or you've met like a very inspiring teacher so what's your experience yeah that's uh the way because i just wanted to add because i think your intellectual like curiosity and passion like in class it's just like unmatched like it's <laughs> thank like, you i've never seen that before <laughs> thanks it's, so it's i just wanted um, to know where that come from yeah, that's because I mean, it's a good question. I don't, like, part of it is that like, I just, math, I've always liked just because like, I like numbers and such. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, well, I think a lot of it is that you, I think once you have like a really good experience with like one teacher, I think all you really need to love a subject is have one teacher make you love that subject. Yeah. And like for, and for, I will, like Gilman's middle school math department did that for me. Like their math department was actually really good in a sense of like the teachers there, they love, they, and they, Engage, they, they allow me to engage in the subject in a way that didn't that I never did before because in elementary school it's like you, it's a bunch of like really rote problems of like addition multiplication you know all those boring things and then you get to but then like but, but like we were like talking about like like why does uh like like for, like like those like basic set theory like and like not like I was, I'm not, none of this stuff is like obviously like the stuff you'll be doing like in college or anything but like like it's like introduced me like different things in math like like number theory set theory like all these different cool fields yeah. And it's, it just made me think about like why, like, it's like why it's, it wasn't like here are the divisibility rules. Like the, the, the stuff that they were talking about, like talking to me about was like, why did the divisibility rules work? Yeah. Well, I, I, I remember actually learning that like in primary school, like fifth grade. I, I, I don't, I don't, you probably know it on top of your head, but I only remember three, six, nine, eleven. <laughs> The visibility rule? Do you remember? You remember eleven? Whoa, <laughs> eleven. Like, eleven. You have to add every other digit and minus every other digit. I I don't know eleven. I want to be honest. I uh, I know I know I know like most of them except for seven and eleven. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I remember eleven. Probably because I just couldn't remember it and I just forced myself to. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, that that is the way to do it. If you, it's called overcompensation. <laughs> overcompensation. <laughs> But uh, I will. What happened is that uh, there was. What really did is in eighth grade, I had this one teacher named Mr. Culbertson. He was, he was an absolutely just phenomenal. He was for, for one, he was just a complete genius, right? I, like, Mr. Culbertson. He got, yeah, he's he's a dude. Yeah, shout out like, to Mr. Culbertson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a complete genius, right? And he's the kind of person who I've been teaching at like a university or something. But he just like he, he just likes teaching middle schoolers and. Yeah. But, um, but like he was so smart that he like he finished he graduated from college when he was like seventeen, right? Like he skipped Whoa. so many grades. Wait, you, you would have to, like, if you, even if you finish college in three years, you would have to go to college in three, by the age of 14. Yeah, he was, 
he was like a prodigy at math, right? And he, so yeah. he was like, he was absurd when he was young. And then he taught at, and then he started teaching really soon. And he was like, and by the time he taught me, he was like 60 something years old. So he's like this oh. like old dude. He's like this really tall old guy. He's yes. like completely bald. And he also, um, and he also like had this, he was also about the most, the scariest person I've ever met in the sense that, that he was like, he was like super nice, right? But yeah. he, he had this ability where like, if he could like stare into your soul and just break you. Like, like I, it was- <laughs> Stare into your soul and- Yeah, he had this like very stare into your soul quality where one, one time I, I was, uh, I did something that was not very nice. I, I, I regret doing that. And, mm-hmm. and, and he, he never, most teachers when you do something wrong, like they'll give you a detention or something, right? Yes. But, but he, he, he gives zero detentions, but no one does anything wrong around him because they're so terrified of the way he just breaks you. Like, like he looks at you in such a way that I don't know, like- I, Do you think there's any other teacher at Chart that does the same thing? No, there's no, there's no one I've met in the world no. who do it. He can. No, no, not Dr. Hogue. No, no, not even. No, definitely not. It's not. No, no offense to Hogue, but it's, it's not even close. Like, not not he, even close. Oh. Like I, like I, I couldn't, like I could not think for like a solid three hours after that. It was just yeah. so mind-boggling. Whoa. But uh, but what happened is when he did this thing is uh, he called it lotteries, where um, he'd give you like a, uh, he'd give you some fairly difficult math problem, and he'd just be like think about this and write down your thoughts in a journal and that and that'd be like your lottery assignment and so the one one question was how many how many zeros like are at like let's say you have a function like z of x where where, where, where they find the natural numbers or yes. x where, where it gives the outputs the number of zeros at the end of x like x decimals and stuff so yes. like z of 100 would be 2 z of 1000 would be 3 z yes. of 1001 would be 0 because it end with any zeros yeah so um yeah, the, the question is, what was Z of 100 factorial? Z of 100 and then factorial. No, math. like Z of, the input is 100 factorial. Oh, so how many zeros is, is in that number? Yeah, at the end, at, like, at the tail end of that. Oh. <laughs> it was, it's, so it, there were problems like that and they were very fun. Like, and, and that, and it, it was like, cause if math made me think in a way other studies didn't make me think, which is why I liked it. Okay. So okay. Let, let, let's unpack that problem. We can't skip over a good math problem. Um, <laughs> we can't so, skip, I don't the answer now, but yeah. So, okay. So here's, here's, here's my intuition, right? So yeah. you want to take all combinations that lead to a zero ending, right? So yeah. 190, 80, 70, 60, 50, 40, 30, 20, and 10, and then can form pairs between uh does that even work like four and five like four and five 14 to 15. um the trick is look at the twos and fives because they multiply from another 10. yes so two and fives um should i do do you want to hear a ballpark guess (laughs) yeah yeah what what do you think i would say it's uh, I would say it's between like, like 25 to 30. Uh, you're slightly off 24, but yeah. Oh, oh that's <laughs> because, close. Uh, yeah, because um, be, be, the trick is that, so you have the, uh, so 100 is going to give two zeros. Yes. Uh, well, well, actually, here's the way I like to think of it. So all the multiples of 10 will give one zero. Yes. You do you two have 10, ten, t- ten there, right? Yeah. So yeah, you um then you think you then you have the five then you have five fifteen twenty five down 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 like or down all the way to ninety five, yeah. and you you pair that up with with a two that, that appears earlier. 
that's 10 more zeros. Yeah, the trick so you're, you're other, 20 right now. Yeah, the other four zeros come from 25, 50, 75, and 100. Because those contain two fives in their prime factorizations. Oh, prime factorizations. Oh, because five times five and then five times Yeah, five. those contain five two fives. Five. If you can find like, a couple other twos from like four or like eight or something, yeah. you get, yeah. then you get, that's, where the, that's where the 24 zeros come from. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, so okay. it, they're really fun, right? They're, they're, like, yeah. like, that, that's what made me like math so much. Yeah. Like yeah. teachers like him. Yeah. And I have to give you a compliment on this. I wanted to ask this question because I just wanted to hear you explain it and you explained it very well. <laughs> explain <laughs> math. Yeah. But yeah, and then physics kind of, and then math, and then science sort of followed because it was another teacher I had. His name was Mr. Wallace. He was, yeah. he was so excited about science. He was a geologist, but uh, he, yeah. he was so, he, he just, he was, he loved the material so much. I started it kind of rubbed off. Was he me. a nicer person? Was he a nicer person? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but I was like, Colby is super, Mr. Colbertson. He's, he is so nice. He's like, he's like okay. a teddy bear. As long oh, as you're okay. on his good side. <laughs> okay. I'm, as long as you just don't do anything wrong, he's like a teddy bear. Okay. <laughs> but like, he has this thing though, where like, he'll talk like super quietly the whole time in class. And then if he th sees you like slacking off, he would just, he would just like raise his voice from like there to like there, right at you. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds you me of Mr. Ford. Did, did you have Mr. Ford? Uh, I I have I've never had Mr. Ford. Yeah, he would he would suddenly just start yelling at class and yelling at specific people. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not, I'm so reminiscent of what he would do. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, and then oh my god, he yelled at me so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have Mr. Colbson and Mr. His name Wallace. was Mr. Mr. Colbertson, then Mr. Wallace was big Colbertson for me. Colbertson Wallace. Science. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, he, he really made me like physical sciences a lot. Yeah. So as a, as a kid. Oh, sorry? Uh, you, you go, you go. I was going to say, like, he has this um, really huge rock collection of, like, meteorites and stuff. Yeah. Like, this, like he's this huge meteorite collector, and he shows all these, like, different things that he's collected from, like, that, like, his treks in, like, the Grand Canyon and stuff like that. It was very cool. Yeah. Ooh. Does that have anything to do with your research? <laughs> Any tangentially related? Sand. Gotta love yeah, my sand. sand. Right? Yeah. <laughs> huh. Oh, my question was for you was going to be, um, so like you had school growing up, right? But then there's going to be other factors that shape your personality. So what do you do outside of school, like for fun or like with friends or sports? Yeah, when I was young, uh, when I was, yeah, when I was younger, uh, in the sports side, I was surprised. I was amazingly unathletic. Yeah, <laughs> <this> me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what happened? I'm still unathletic. <laughs> Since a cross country runner, anyway. Well, that that's that's for people who can't do any sport but just run <laughs> because you don't. <laughs> I can't coordinate my hands and feet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what happened? Yeah, when I was really sorry, when I was really young, like 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 elementary school young, I, my my plan was like if I do try enough different sports, I'll like one of them. And yeah. that kind of worked. I, 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 I played tennis then for a bit, but then I eventually, I eventually found squash, which was nice. So and, but the math worked out. So your, your conjecture that you'll eventually find one. Yeah. You know, and I, you I, try I, to prove it. And so, so it eventually worked out. It did. I, I found squash. I, I will say squash really wasn't a, first, a love at first sight thing. It was something I played very casually for a while until, and I didn't really start playing it seriously until before 10th grade, like until like, it was at, it was when I got cut from JV in ninth grade mm -hmm. at my old school, and then 
And then after that, I was like, okay, I, I actually like the sport. I want to be good at it. And so then I actually started training it seriously. Yeah. But um, before that, though, speaking of cross-country, I actually did run cross-country for a while. You did? Yeah, I did. Um, well, I started, I started, I, did, I ran track in seventh grade. Whoa. I, I, I did sprints, so I was, I was bad at sprints. And so I was like, okay, I'll try long distance. So in eighth grade, I did, I did cross-country. Then I did long distance track in the spring. Then, then in ninth grade, I did, um, the whole year, I, I did long distance. I did cross-country in the fall, long distance, um, long distance indoor track in the winter, and then long distance outdoor track in the spring. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I wasn't terrible, but I wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it, about running, because this is recent, it's recently, I picked it up recently, um, like oh, really? getting competitive recently. I only joined the cross country team like junior year, like last year was my first. Wow, that's wow, I did not know that. Okay, I thought, um, I thought you were for a while. Like I was like casually running, like on top of soccer for most part, for the most part. Uh, and also for weight loss, uh, because growing yeah, up I was a really chubby kid. <laughs> well, like, cross, cross country is the, is the way to do that though. Yeah. And I will maybe if I if I had your mindset going in, like trying different sports, I maybe would have found a sport that wasn't just purely re repetition, you know. <laughs> I, I was I have so much respect for cross country runners. Like, like I mean, I respect that I did it for a while, but it is such a it, it's such a mentally taxing sport in the sense that like you are actively dying for like that second half of the race. <laughs> yeah, I, I I want to deny it, but then it's like it's, it's so true. Yeah. It's yeah, I I every before every race i have to like visualize the race and then imagine the point where i the halfway point and then from that point on i'll have to start giving myself like reasons to continue because it's like i, just, <laughs> I know it's like why am i that, <laughs> yeah it's like it's like why am i doing this to myself why am i punishing myself like this like i deserve better <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think what, what was my first what was my my best 5k i think my, my, I'm, i was not that good my best 5k was like a 21 30 i think that's really good <laughs> Uh, um, like, I, I mean, I, I was very proud of it, but then, but like, I was also like the fourth slowest person in cross country team. <laughs> because Gilbert's cross country team was so darn good. Yeah, it's yeah. So back to a bit about me. So I just stayed with soccer and running started like I think like fifth grade a bit, like because my coach made me run because I was just too chubby to be on the field. <laughs> so he was like, go, go run. And I was like, I have to lose weight. I have to lose weight and I have to lose weight. So that's, and I stayed with soccer. And then eventually I got better at running than soccer. Speaks, speaks, speaks very much to my, like my, my foot skill ability. So I was like, I got so, I just, I got like good at running. And then basically what I would do on the pitch was just chase people down and just mark people because my foot skills wasn't good. My coordination was so bad that I couldn't really I dribble. I, yeah, I, so I couldn't really dribble. So um, for freshman year, I chose a third soccer. That's that's the year before you came. I was playing on a wing, and then I would just, like, get the ball, and I will kick it down or just pass. I, I was fairly good at passing, but then dribbling was just a really – was required, like, left your left foot and right foot be doing yeah, different I, things. I don't know how, I don't know and how – Upper body balance, and you have to spin, you have to look up, and then every, all of that just confused me, and then I'll just be, like, mildly good – like, they're just like, like, I think I scored one goal old season, but then it was just like very unproductive. <laughs> and then sophomore year, I was like, you know what? 
I can run, so I just play defense and just chase people down and just kick that their ball the away. That is the way to do it. I'm yeah. like, oh my god. When I was in middle school, when we played like football or something, I just played defense the whole time. <laughs> I had good lateral movement. That's yeah. about as far as I could go. Lateral movement. And then, then um, was it, I think it was Okasha and then Seb a bit. They were all like, Go cross country because I've been, I'll be running before and after practice just to make sure that I can run and play an entire match of like 80 minutes. So I'll just keep on running and they're like, join cross country. <laughs> You're running more than we, we are. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's just great though. I'm glad, I'm glad it finally worked. I'm glad it like, worked out with cross country. Yeah, I'm so happy. Like last, last season was a lot of injuries, but great. And this, this most recent season was also really great made actually made the varsity cut off like like yeah. made the time and that that was very fulfilling great. that's awesome Jay. that's awesome yeah so yeah so that that that's a bit of my running story it's very very unexpected in some ways like looking for me like six years ago like really just chubby and agile kid <laughs> I know, across country is a great it's a great sport it's an awesome thing yeah well, I didn't like to do the squash. That's why I eventually dropped this. <laughs> yeah, well, you're you're amazing at squash. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've heard I, you talk about it. Yeah, uh, I've heard other people say how frightening you are on the court. So, <laughs> I, I, thank you. I'm not sure if I'm amazing. I'm good at squash. I'm not sure if I'm amazing at it, but you know, I, I, I'm respectable at the sport. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, like when people are scared of you on the court, I think you're pretty good. <laughs> You know, oh my god, this is really funny. The, the other day, someone called me to be euthanizer at his Euthanizer? <laughs> it was so funny. Wow. It was very funny. Did you get a decent season? Uh, we um, it was it was surprisingly decent in the sense that um, in the sense that we actually did get to play like actual matches at the end of the year for last week. And so we, we had, like, this nice, like, intramural sort of – because we couldn't play other schools, so we just kind of, like, split our team up into two sub-teams and, like, play. Yeah, and competition. It was, very, it was very fun, very competitive. And and um, also my team won, I just want to say. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And we, and we had, like, a, a nice senior day, and I really enjoyed being a senior on senior day. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We didn't have senior day for cross-country. Yeah, that's rough. That is rough. Yeah. See, senior day is, is it was so awesome. This like we had like a nice pizza party and they made and they made me a few posters. It was very cool. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was very very touched. Yeah. 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 Do you plan on doing the sport after Joe? Yeah. Um. I mean, the thing about Chicago stuff. Um. They they don't they're not Chicago, like you Chicago not like a huge like. Oh yeah. Sport. I didn't know we were gonna mention it, but congratulations on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks. Like, really, really congrats. You deserve it so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. New Chicago is going to be awesome. Uh, it's also like the perfect fit for you. <laughs> yeah, people, you know, um, funnily enough, New uh, Chicago was the first school I visited, which was yes. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I've, been, I've been to Chicago like a lot of times in my life. So I have a lot of family there. Yeah. And so uh, one time I was visiting Chicago, and we're like, I was like, oh, let's go visit East Chicago, right? And so it was, it was the yeah. first. I was like, it was before my junior year, and it was like, I, it was, it was one of the schools. Like, I got there, I was like, wow, this place is great. And yeah. it, it was ever since then, I was always like near the top of my list. Wow. So congrats. Um, and I sure you do so well there. <laughs> it's going to be like, you're, you're, you're already like on an exponential curve, but then you can be like exponential to, of the exponential, like from A to the X to E to the X squared. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You, you, see, you see what I'm saying, right? Uh, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, you know, I I didn't apply to U Chicago, but I did look at the prompts for one point. Did, did they have a prompt, prompt about dividing zero? They have some really quirky prompts. Yeah, there was. Uh, that was the second prompt defined by zero. I, the first, the one I did was uh, the tongue twister one, which is like solve a tongue twister. So, you like, want to explain it? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Yeah. Yeah, so I did that one, and I my solution was a – it was – I did a, a full-on, like, math proof for it. So, like, I did, like – it had, like, intro, derivation, like, future directions, like, like some big things. <laughs> and I, I had, like, four equations. So it was very funny. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, but, like – but it was, Just imagine the mission officer reading that. <laughs> I'm trying so, to see, you, I want to see if I can pull this up and find the equation. It was very, it was, um, I came up with an equation to say how much would a woodchuck could chuck given particular assumptions. Uh, or is it yeah, So verbally walk me through it. You don't have to be really precise, but on Oh yeah, on okay, a, so basically, yeah, okay, yeah, I can't find it. So but basically what happened is, uh, let's say you have a, a, um, a woodchuck, let's say you're working on a, a square region R, right? With yes. with area A, with yes. certain, and let's say you have um, a, a, like big W grams of wood on that region. Yes. Let, and let's assume that these pieces of wood are distributed. I'm doing even distribution for the sake of not for the sake of making even. Okay. Yes. Equal. But let's say it's evenly distributed in discrete packages of of mass little w. Okay. So like let's yes. say like so each spot's like a tree or something. I don't know. Yes. But uh. Then what happens is if you assume the ground speed of a woodchuck is v, then the time it, and the time it takes for the woodchuck to go from one piece of wood to the next piece of wood is going to be like um, like whatever whatever it's going to be based on the number of wood you can calculate that distance because we're working on a square using geometry yeah. divide that by velocity because we yeah, d equals v t so yeah divide that by velocity and then uh, and then you just like you just sort of use that to find. To like to um and then you use that to find like the time it takes like like let's say um you give it a time of t to do it you'd be yeah. like you express the amount of what it would throw as um chuck it would chuck as a function of t yeah yeah it's cool so what was your final equation looking like it was something like it, it was something like one minus d over root a of w times big w times like something times like v it was something like that it was weird <laughs> So root a root a comes from the side of the square, so that's the side yeah. length. Yeah, the side then, length. Oh, okay. I, I see you were getting. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that that's the way I went with it. I had, I don't know where I came up with that idea, but it worked. <laughs> well, they clearly liked it. I showed it to my dad. He was like, "What the heck?" I'm like, "This, this is my college essay." <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. Oh. I'm not. I'm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but your dad is an educator too. Uh, my dad is not an educator. He um he works in the government. Oh, works. okay. Yeah. Like but he likes math. Does he like math? Uh, my dad. My dad does like math. He's um he's a, he used, he was an engineer in college. Okay, I think that was the connection I was trying to make. I remember he was like, someone told me that you connected with him on math in some ways. You know, my my dad's um yeah, my dad's quite good at math. He's 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 smart. <laughs> He was like, you know, very, a very good engineer in college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And anything you want to add before we jump at the chat? Uh, that's, I think that's the gist of it. It's good.
That's the gist of it. I, mean, I, okay. I will say that, like, I guess this is a, I, well, there's, the one thing I can think of is that, like, I used that I play saxophone now, but for a while I played violin. Oh, you played violin until when? Uh, until like sixth or seventh grade. I think, I think it was sixth grade. And yeah. I played violin, but event, I kind of get, I, I like saxophone more. And so I just kind of stuck with that and dropped the violin. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate violinists. It's just like, it's just, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't particularly good at it. I wasn't particularly passionate about it. So I kind of stopped. I tried the cello in first grade. And then after first grade, I was like, this is too traumatizing because going back, my, I don't, I can't coordinate my hands. Like my fine motor skills are terrible. So I switched to an instrument that has three buttons and now four, uh, the French horn. (laughs) Yeah, but but, yeah, it's probably no, French horn is definitely harder than sax, though, because sax is like, because to, because I'm sure what's the French horn, the differentiating the different notes is much more about like the mouse positions and such, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, with sax, it's mostly just like buttons. Well, it's buttons, but then you need to be good with your hand coordination to do so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I do have nice finger coordination, which is nice. Yeah, that, that, that comes in very handy. Like, you can basically play every note in the French horn. Uh, without pressing any buttons. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's great. That, yeah, that sounds, that's, that's hard though. <laughs> yeah, you can, so basically you can take a natural horn, that's a horn without buttons, right? And then you can put your right hand, the hand in the bell, right? So mm-hmm. then you can play, um, you can play like normally can play in like thirds, you can like without using your like hand in the bell, but then with the bell, you can make it flat enough that it drop oh sharp enough i don't know which way it goes but then you can use your basically right hand to manipulate the like the frequency of the the horn and then it'll output every single note like on like a c major scale i'm not really sure about the the flats and the sharps if you can replicate that yeah it's some direction with the pitch yeah so it's yeah it's but i yeah so choose to our strengths for instruments <laughs> yeah so okay Chote. fast forward and i think the first time i've seen you was either chem class i've got chem yeah chem a class block. and and math class were we also in math class yeah we, uh, yeah 10th grade we were in a block fran chem definitely yeah fran chem and then file f right file f yeah i remember that yeah, the, yeah. Um, I remember the first day of school at Choate, I go to A Block and I go to I go to Oxborough's class and not Fran's class. <laughs> I didn't look at the schedule and I was like, "Is this O'Donoghue?" I was like, "Oh!" Uh, in my head, I was like, "Oh, it's the chem class. The teacher whose last name is long and starts letter O." Where was that? The same Barnard's class, or there was a regular class? Uh, I don't, I don't know, but I, I, but I just, I just went like, I just knew it was on you the sat third through floor. the entire lesson. No, I sat through the first like 10 minutes until Miss um, Oxford took attendance. And then she was like, and then she was like, we're on my, ten- you're on my tennis list. I'm like, wait, what? I'm pretty sure I'm in the right class. And she's like, and she's like, you're not. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then I came to Fran's class late and then. <laughs> oh, I do remember that, but I forgot what reason. So that was why. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was 15 minutes late to our first game. I, I was just like, this this kid looks kind of lost. He probably just got lost at Chote. I just did yeah, I just my, did not know. He went to an entire class that sat in there for 10 minutes. Yeah, that was my that was my first class at Chote Rosemary Hall. <laughs> a block on that day. That was cool. And I have to say, on the record, Brandon's just amazing. 
she's amazing. She's she was she's she's an yeah. awesome person. I think all time one of my favorite chart teachers. She's yeah. she's really great. I had I had such a fun time in her class. She, it's a hard class, don't get me wrong, but I had a lot of fun. Okay, here, here here's what I think. I remember I complained about the homework, but she'll give super long homework assignments, right? You remember that? I do recall. It'll take that. me like like two hours or more on some, on the weekends to just finish the 15, 20 problems she assigned from the textbook. And I guarantee it that like that 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 homework time be worth like one point, and then the test will be worth like a hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but 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 here's the but, right? But she took the time to grade all of those, like in detail too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said France is so good. Like it, it was, it's, the class is a lot of work, but she was like really yeah. devoted to the class. It's awesome. Yeah, she spent equal amount of time or more, like just grading our stuff. And I think because of the homework, I just never studied for the chem test. It was just always just like because I've done enough homework practice problems already. Like, yeah, is it is ten not enough? You get twenty for every single night. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I I I, I love it. Yeah. And file. I would, yeah, I think I think you I think you liked Doctor File's class more. <laughs> Doctor File was I'm not sure it was a more thing, but I will say that Doctor File was great. She's she said like she like I she and I got along really well. She's such an awesome teacher. Once again, the, the class also was quite difficult, and but but I will I, I think how I put this I liked Calc more than pre Calc definitely. Well, that kind of makes sense. It's like saying pre Calc is even Calc. It's like logical that you like the thing that's like. <laughs> yeah, precalc. I just felt like like com compared to it, it was it was more just like it was. It just felt less like novel and original. It was like okay, we have a lot of trick stuff, right? right? And sometimes it was like okay, like like what's the point of chapter eight? <laughs> <laughs> okay. like, like, I think this will be so, a requested question if I asked it, but I didn't request questions. But I think people want to know which cal subject do you least like. <laughs> Which calc do I least like? Which, yeah, which calc subject does Mount Off Peterson least like? Because you seem to love calc a lot. Which one is I do your love least favorite? Lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Chapter two, I mean, that's limits. Limits are fun. Uh, chapter three is derivatives. Derivatives are fun. Yeah, and guys, uh, he's not reading off a textbook here. If you're wondering <laughs> how he's, <laughs> he just does this for every single class. He just remembers the chapter numbers and the chapter name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have four, four intuitive applications. Uh, let me see. Four, maybe four, maybe because like optimization problems aren't really that cool. Uh, I mean, they're but like it has some neat stuff. Five integration, integration is definitely great. Six applicant applications of integrals is definitely great with volume. Seven differential equations. Okay, I, I, there's, uh, I, I guess I have to say either two or four because every everything else is just really good. So optimization but, or what? Yeah, yeah, I would probably go with. Yeah, I'd probably just go with optimization because I don't, I don't know, like optimization just I didn't find it all that exciting. Yeah, was optimization just like some type of linear approximation? I just don't really remember what optimization meant. <laughs> no, I mean like it's like finding mins and maxes. Oh, okay. Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't pretend. I mean, Lobital. Like there some other stuff in four was really good. Like like four or five Lobital's rule. That is that's an awesome. That oh, Lobital's rule is great. Newton's <laughs> method and thing is four eight is really good. But like min and max is like whatever. Yeah. Oh, for Pruel's most recent problem set, I really wanted to use uh, Newton's method, but then he was like, "You don't need to use Newton's method." <laughs> oh my God! You're gonna use Newton's method for um for uh for the D test one. No, not not for not the test one. Uh, for the birthday problem one, that 
they wanted us to approximate with the function, uh, like the probability. Yeah, one C, yeah. right? And then we had to move seven steps, right? Because we're at, we're taking out a week. So yeah. I was like, oh, how about I apply Newton's method and do it seven times? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that, oh my God, that'd be, that'd be hilarious. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of how that would work. I mean, well, I, I mean, I ended up just doing the tangent point approximation, but. Yeah. But yeah. So instead of moving all seven at once, right? So you get a new answer every time and then you plug in that yeah. new number in the P. Yeah, the so, one you can, that we didn't actually have P explicitly. So I'm not sure if you can do that. But we have one point of P. We have like 0 0.5 something. So we, can is, move you had, that you had, we had uh, 2365. Yeah, so we can move it slowly one step by another because we have 2365. So that, that was my intuition of how to, how to approach. <laughs> Hmm, yeah, but yeah, like, but yeah, that, that, but that, but if I could go at least or something, cap would probably be mid maxes just because I just didn't, I don't know, like compared to other things, yeah. it's not as exciting. So, yeah, yeah, mid maxes, yeah, and then right now in multivariable, we are doing global mins and maxes and extreme value theorem. <laughs> that just took it to another whole new level. <laughs> yeah, um, it's more fun in multi, and also double integrals are cool. That, that's fun. Yeah. Double integrals, yeah. We th you thought integrals couldn't get harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, I'm, my favorite thing about the whole concept of integration is that like, is that we know how to find the area of a rectangle. And so this curvy yeah. thing, we're just gonna make a lot of rectangles. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. It's, it's so powerful too. It's just like, those are like, it's probably, like, I think multivariable calculus is like the solution to what, as a kid, I thought, oh, that's too hard to solve. Oh, this is impossible. Yeah, I know. That's why I love that. Like when I was in fifth grade, I was like, I was going to ask my teacher, like, okay, I, I get, I know how to find the area of the square and of this circle, right? But like, what about this wiggly thing? And, and, and she'd be like, you just draw the circle here. I'm like, well, that's an approximation. I want to know what it is exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think, yeah. I think you were, the teacher was like, why is this kid trying to be so smart? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know my calc that well. <laughs> 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 that, those were, that, like, that was like that was like fifth grade me and she's just like she never explained it <laughs> yeah oh, memories yeah that that's that's a while ago like i mean pre-calc and calc and then now multi-variable calc yeah it's, it's been a journey <sighs> it has been a journey yeah okay um anything you want to talk about in sophomore year Sophomore year, I, I guess the thing, the thing I saw, sophomore year really wasn't my best. Year. Like, I, I, like I feel like my time has gotten progressively better as I've gone on. Yeah, uh, it just took me a while for me to like get comfortable in sophomore year, especially like I was like still figuring out like like because I was a lot of it's a lot like for me moving to a new school after being at the same school for like nine years and then being yeah. thrown into it as a new as a new sophomore without really having when it seemed like everybody else had friend groups and I didn't was like kind of yeah. tough. Yeah, that yeah. How how did that feel? What was your impression of Chad? Yeah, um, it was my impression. I, I I thought like I was, I was really impressed with Joe. I I, I you were I, impressed. I, I had a I had a very big like, I like I was scared that I wasn't good enough to be honest. Yeah. And so, I, I like, had the same fear. Yeah, and so it it took me a while before I before I got comfortable and knew like I can actually handle this and do it well. Yeah. And I think I I think I saw, things started to really click for me. I think spring of sophomore year. Spring of sophomore year, oh. Yeah, of course. That's when we started doing calc. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah.
Yeah, I I think I really just felt like the same. Like I felt like Chote was just like because it was so hard to get in, like Chote. Yeah, like, exactly. And just, I thought everyone was gonna be super smart. And then coming here, things classes were difficult at start. I came in freshman year. I felt the same thing. And but then I think I just really. I'm not sure if you'd agree with me, but then I think it was just really a time for me to redefine myself. I think I was pretty different before coming to Chote. Like I was a different. Oh yeah, I was. Very, I was very different. Yeah, because before coming to Chote, I would I was the person who would not do his homework and not study for tests, <laughs> and I'll just slack off and then wait till wait till uh, the test and study for the night before. Which right now I think I went from doing zero hours of homework a day to like three hours of homework a day, like instantly. <laughs> yeah, well, haven't yeah well yeah it's like when my old school was like like I did the work and I worked like I did what I needed to do, but. I could do it so easily without trying that that what happened oh. is like I didn't like that when I got here and I couldn't do that anymore like that like it, it was it was a, it was a big shift oh no I had to actually like really put effort into stuff for it to get to get anything out of it yeah well right now you still seem to make it look like pretty effortless so I'm not sure what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> thank you it's, it's very much not yeah so you want to talk about SRP? Well, that, that seems like kind of hard not to talk about, right? Like that was like my defining <laughs> kind of experience that showed. <laughs> yeah, SRP. So let's start with why you wanted to do it. Did you apply to other programs? No, I applied to no other programs. I, yeah. I, I was very much of a, so here's like, I didn't even know I wanted to go into SRP until like, like, you know, that, that four meeting where like, here are the signature programs. And yeah. I was like, okay, the only one, he, like, I knew what SRP was before coming to Chote, but I was like, it was something like I vaguely heard of it, really wasn't that interested in. And then as, and then it was, then I was like, I'll just apply because it sounds fun. Yeah. And I, so I kind of applied on a whim. I, I had literally zero expectation that I was going to get into the program. Oh, you, you didn't even go to an SLS talk. I didn't even go to an SLS talk that year. <laughs> like, Whoa, I, like, I, like, that is yeah. crazy. You almost did not apply then. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't, I almost didn't apply, but in the end, I was like, sure, I'll apply, whatever. So I applied, and I did not, and I, then I, then I, then I didn't expect I would get in. Yeah. And I, remember, I remember the day um, Hoke interviewed me. I was so nervous because I thought I was going to get butchered in there. Yeah, butchered. <laughs> and I thought I would. I, I did not end up getting butchered. I actually, did, I actually did quite well in the interview, which was nice. Uh, but, uh, but I like the interview. I think I did well too. I'm not sure if yeah. Dr. Hoke would agree. <laughs> You probably did well if you got in. <laughs> I really don't know. I think I got some stuff pretty good. Some stuff was more questionable. <laughs> but yeah, it was, yeah. it was, um, I, I, I just liked, to, I, just, I liked science and I liked math and I was like, SRP quant seems the way to go. Yeah. And then did, 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 did SRP live up to your expectations? Oh, it surpassed my expectations easily. It is so easily the best thing I've ever had in my academic life. But like, it's not even close. Okay. So I know you can't name one best thing about SRP. So name three, Manav. What the uh, best things you've learned and or just general best, best things in general? Oh, the kids, Hogue, and um, working in the lab. And then, well, then I, I know there's more than three, <laughs> the SLS. <laughs> like, SLS. I mean, like, I mean, really, really, the best part of SRP was meeting the people, the other people who were in SRP. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I would remember, like, my SRP cohort better than, like, 
people in my dorm my freshman year or like sophomore year i just feel like we were so like just like tight-knit you know yeah. like because we, yeah, we were really tight we, we saw each other for like quite a while <laughs> like we yeah that, that, that's that's that was really my favorite part of srp like meeting like because everyone wanted to be there and everyone's really good at science i'm very passionate about science and like yeah it's, it was so cool to be surrounded by people who are like who are like at the top of this yeah and i was like and wow it was our class had a lot of personalities as well like we had uh mr genius andrew lee <laughs> i would like i would not have met andrew if it was not for srp and like and I yeah. met andrew's like oh my god someone like someone this amazing can exist right yeah my same exact thoughts since i met him freshman year and <laughs> i just really that genius <laughs> as a parasite for the next three years he's, <laughs> he's with me right now like he's, he's Andrew, like, andrew's there yeah andrew's like in the same residence right now oh cool tell, tell him i said hi by the way yeah, okay, I will. Yeah. A fun fact about Andrew and I. So Andrew and I have not been more than like I would say five meters apart, uh, or probably like ten meters apart since freshman year. So freshman year in Mem, third floor, he would live across the hallway from me. Oh wow. And we both were doubles. We weren't roommates because we didn't get to choose, right? Sophomore yeah. year we both went to Hill. He was my neighbor. Wow, and, and then, then junior senior roommates, right? Junior junior year, we got th we got thrown into uh, the KEC triple, so we were roommates then, and then right now we're roommates, we're co prefectees and roommates at the Keck. Yeah. So I, he's been like at like ten seconds notice <laughs> for the past three and a half years, constant <laughs> access to his that is great yeah and, like i'm so he's like, he, like meeting people like like andrew like meeting him in srp was one of the was awesome he's, he's such yeah. a great person uh, but like 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 i didn't like claire for instance i didn't i didn't know her very well like, i know we were in the same cal class spring of sophomore year but we didn't really know each other well she's SRP. another one that blows my mind i don't know how she gets the stuff that she gets done yeah yeah she's she's really incredible then like like i mean obviously we had everyone in the, in, in france class but i didn't know edison for srp either so that was great. yeah we had uh, quite a few people from France class. <laughs> we were, um, we had four people from France. <laughs> yeah, yes. And uh, you, Fran was a great teacher. <laughs> I think Friend, that was a proof of concept. Yeah, wait, so it was Amanda, you, Cal, and me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that, yeah, it's quite a, quite a lot of people. <laughs> we were the class for Cal. We were the class, yeah. So, what's your favorite SRP memory? Favorite SRP or favorite three? Because I know you can have more than one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean it's hard not to say SLS because like that was just so iconic. Yeah. Like, I, but because S because SLS is, like its own thing, I'm not going to count that because like everyone would say SLS. Uh, yeah. Let me think. Uh, best SRP memory. I will say that there were some really great moments in the winter of last year, like, mm -hmm. like that, like that laser interferometry lab, especially like the I last was just going to say that I was going to ask you to list your most painful SR, like S <laughs> SRP memory. And that was one of my most painful because I wouldn't be wearing contacts. It would be a dark room. So my eyes would just like my contacts would be one would want to fall off because my eyes signify that I would go to, go to bed soon and I'll be just counting fringes. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. It, it, I, like I will say, um, yeah. So, um, I, I remember the, the, that derivation for the glass plate one. Yeah. That was 
That was awesome. Get, getting getting that at the end was definitely one of my best moments. That was very fun. Yeah. Well, also, I Max and I tried to like, so hard. Like I remember after class, I would be doing it in class after class, and like like after like three or four hours sitting in the library just bashing it out. Then I was like, oh, Coke, I got it, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so cute. I was like, yeah, Max and I tried to like do it in the back for a while. <laughs> Which was oh like, yeah, you guys also used weird symbols. I remember that on the whiteboard. We were like, we, we used our own nomenclature for some reason. The thing is, yeah. we were actually really close to getting it, except that we messed up Sokotoa somewhere. We did like, we did, we did, like, we did sign instead of cosign. Oh, rookie mistake. We made the rookie mistake. We, we, uh, we were fools. Yeah, well, Trig is not really part of Calc, so I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> let me off the hook. <laughs> for that yeah that that class super yeah. super if i were the most painful part about SRP, it was definitely the complex waveform lab in the fall oh the the what, what do you call that the oscilloscope yeah with the oscilloscopes that definitely that one that was that one i that was just that one was just conceptually so hard for me to wrap my head around i don't and, I, I, I think i just remember what those waveforms look like and I finished that lab. I don't remember what that lab was actually about. <laughs> yeah, it was something about like circuits and like like some Res resistance. Like, something with resistance. Uh... I don't remember. I, I just blocked it out because it was so it was just so difficult, and I got and I, I think I got like zero sleep that night. <laughs> no, I got ninety yeah. minutes of sleep that night, but yeah. Yeah, there was also some weird stuff that happened. I remember somehow at one point we were going over Fourier transforms, and I was just like. What the heck are we all talking about? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, like, clearly, Andrew knows what he's talking about. Max, Max, Andrew, seems to, Max seems to be catching on pretty well. So yeah, what happens is like you know, like you know, yeah, like Andrew's definitely got. It. Then you have like maybe like a couple other people who definitely get it, and then like just like then it's like. <laughs> but yeah, and I'll be just be doing. I was like, yeah, uh, we were transformed um, waves. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the Fourier transform, like, I knew conceptually, like, what a Fourier transform was doing, but the math of it was, like, is, like, do this infinite series. And I'm, like, I, we haven't even learned this yet. Like, like I mean, <laughs> like, that's yeah. a count thing for later. Yeah. But whatever. You know, I, I think, I think, like, obviously, Dr. Hogue put a, a high expectation on us, which was intimidating at times, right? And they'll be, like, how, how am I supposed to do this? But then I feel like because we tried to match up to that expectation, we all grew. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's why, that's, that's why it's like the beginning of SRP, I feel like by the winter of SRP, I was pretty confident that I can handle this, but, uh, yeah. but yeah, Hope, I mean, Hope doesn't make mistakes. Hope doesn't make mistakes. So I remember who was, I think what Amanda was asking this question. Uh, I was like, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think you picked me. Like, why do you pick us? Like we're, you just picked the wrong person. And then I don't think I'm right for this class. And then Hope would just like, so you're saying that I made a mistake? <laughs> yeah, it's like no. I was like, Hogue like, doesn't oh, make that, that was intimidating. Hogue doesn't make mistakes. That, that is the rule. Yeah. Oh, oh another SRP member mem memory. I really want to talk about this because I want to remember this like five years later when I'm watching this. You know. Remember we did a fire drill. Uh, are you are you talking about the what the day we got into SRP? No, was it either a fire drill or a shelter in place? Shelter in place was the day. It was you got we got the email that we were accepted during the shelter in place, right? Okay, I don't think it was that day. Um, it was we were doing a shelter in place trial, and then 
Um, oh, you're talking. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But then Hogan gets to the door with that. Yes. <laughs> that so that image is stuck to my head. We're all just like sitting on the floor, uh, put the blinds down, and we're just working on our computers or just chilling. And Hulk just grabs a freaking hammer and it sits on the side of the door. He's just and there and ready to pound anyone who gets in. That was so funny. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Like Dr. Hogue. Was he going to pound your feet? I, I, don't, I don't know what he was going to do, but I, I just know that, what, that whatever it was, whatever, whoever was going to come in, it was not going to be good for them. Yeah. It was, <laughs> they were going like, to get. He took it so seriously. Surprise attack and dominated completely. Yeah. So he was sitting like on the floor, backed against the wall, a crouch position, and then he would hold the hammer and just be staring with intense focus. <laughs> that was that was just like one of the memorable moments again for SRP. That was so great. Yes. Ah, uh, we 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 should do something for Hogue. Oh yeah, no, oh yeah, of course. Like in this furniture, <laughs> we have we 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 forgot to get him flowers. <laughs> But it's not, we got some, something in the spring. Most of us, are, we got we gotta have some sort of like fun thing in the spring. Yeah, we need to have like some type of food party plus flowers for Hogue. Yeah, exactly, and, and I, some cool I, gift, some cool gift code Hogue would like. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm trying to think of something what Hogue would like. I, I like I'm pretty, like I hope most kids in SRP will be back in the fall. I know Edison or in the spring. I know Edison won't be, which is definitely a bummer. Yeah. But I think seven out. I think hope. I think. In, in, in terms of the kids who weren't in the winter, I, I don't know if Amanda's coming back. I, don't, I, have, I haven't heard anything from her, but I know I think, I know Claire's coming back, and I'm pretty sure Cal's coming back. Yeah, well, you're, are you going to still be a day student? Or are you gonna be a I'll be a day student. I'll be a day, I'll be a day, student. day student. So back to the commute. Back to the good old commuting. Yeah. You like being a boarder for even for a month? I will, being a boarder was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I don't. I will say I prefer being a day student because there's just some better. There's like, like so Max. I was just gonna a, ask, yeah. Yeah, Max as a roommate was is awesome. Just like absolutely. Oh yeah, like, you I, and Max. <laughs> we we got like the amount of the amount of intellectual conversations we get into every day was like it was it was incredible. Like he he blows my mind a lot of ways. We got to so many debates. Yeah, that that's uh, crazy because Andrew and I for the last two years we do, we do the same thing almost like every day if not every every other day we'll just talk for hours <laughs> yeah that, that it's so fun the one thing is that like when you're boarding it's uh for one i kind of I, I i like i don't want to sound like a baby here but like i kind of do miss like my parents yeah <laughs> and i and i and I, and I i miss seeing my little cousin neil because like we're really really close yeah um like 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 i like i've, I've always been so close like really close to my family and so not seeing them for months is kind of tough but all but um there's that, and also like there's just certain things like this. This may sound kind of bad, but like the food, my, my dad's is so good at cooking. Like I yeah. kind of miss that food. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, someday I might have a chance to try it. <laughs> someday. You know, yeah, my dad. My, I'm, I'm, my dad's food is really good, and like, compared, like, it thinks, I will. I don't want to like just like hate on Choke's cafeteria food because like I think for cafeteria food it's pretty good. I, like, I, I, I think I, yeah, I think I generally like Choke food. Quite, quite a bit. Yeah, Sage does a good job on the whole. And, um, I ran a like... Instagram account <laughs> on them. Wait, uh, uh, you, wait, you have a what? I thought, what did you I, say? I, I used to have, uh, I mean, I still have it, but then because dining hall right now with COVID restrictions and everything, everything does does not look as appealing. But used to be that I ran an Instagram account that took pictures of every meal I ate at Choke. 
Oh, really? Cool. There's a thousand four hundred pictures on there. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Uh, I, yeah uh, well, well, if you looked at mine, uh, if, if I if I had, if I had done that and it was like some sort of record, you would have seen that like the days, um, especially the last two years like, before COVID, I literally just had like like bland plain pasta like every day for lunch. Oh my god! Yeah. It was it was actually very funny. Um, because I don't know, I I, I will I'm a, I will say I'm a very picky eater. I I, I will admit to that. I I have that sin. <laughs> but yeah, and wait, so so what do you not eat? Because I'm a picky eater in some ways. I don't eat tomatoes or pickles or mustard. Yeah, I basically I basically I'm the kind of person who eats all hamburgers plain. Also, basically all sandwiches I eat plain. All pastas yeah. I eat with no sauce. <laughs> no sauce uh, and pasta. I like the sauce better than the pasta itself. <laughs> I ate all my pastas plain. I um, what what else? Like basically, I, I essentially only have like the sides that are like the least like I, I have like no spices on anything. <laughs> basically, it, it was, was the blander. Version. Yeah, the, the, the thing is, if if it's a blander version, it's probably the one I'm gonna eat. Okay, well, that's probably pretty good for your like just general health and sodium intake and all that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I will say, you know, you, you, it's hard. It, it, uh, that's that's that that's the way I'm gonna justify it. Not because I'm just picky. <laughs> <laughs> so so, what is your favorite dish? Tell me. You have my to favorite, have one. Uh, well, like anything. Favorite, oh, like favorite thing I like to eat: ice cream. Yeah. Easy. Ice cream. Oh. Definitely. Favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor. Uh, favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor is milk and cookies. Wait, cookies. Milk and cookies. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, I didn't know that was a flavor. It's. I know I'm not American. Nice enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't worry about. It. I'm not sure most people know what milk cookies is. It's a, it's a really, it's a relatively like not popular, not like not well known, but it's just it's awesome. It's really good. But my but my favorite ice cream flavor in general is uh is cookies and cream. It's like Oreos and, and that vanilla. That is my favorite too. We're let's go, Jaden. That's it's, it's <laughs> the best. And yeah. my dad makes the best homemade cookies and cream ice cream. Oh lord. <laughs> he like. Like, like, it's so, like, because he, 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 he has, like, 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 when I say homemade, like, it's actually, like, homemade. Like, it's not, like, like just, like, buy from a store or anything. Like, he makes the ice cream all by himself and, like, turns in all that. Oh. It's so good. It's so yeah. smooth and creamy. It's just insane. Yeah. Well, well, Monov, if we have ever have a food party, you know what to bring. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, you know I want to bring it. You know I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, yeah, my favorite general favorites cookies and cream and ben and jerry's flavor would be between soft baked and american dream that's fair. No, that's fair that's fair fair enough yeah it's like the crunch or the cookie type of thing and just like general sweetness creaminess yeah, I, that, that. Yeah, I like that it's gotta have some crunch that's like that's like my rule it's gotta have some crunch some crunch <laughs> oh okay so i've asked this question to Muriel and as well as Cal. Um, but I'll give you more liberty because I know you'll get too enthusiastic. Um, so as concisely as possible, um, just tell me what you researched. Uh, the time limit I gave them was two minutes, uh, but feel free to go for however long you want. On, um. Oh, oh goodness. Okay. So well, tell me about what I researched. Okay. Well, um, I like sand. And so but, but basically, but like, I guess to summarize it as quickly as possible, uh, granular materials, three collections, um, collections of discrete microscopic particles. I, I didn't do any actual physical stuff. I did a bunch of computational simulational stuff. 
because you know who wants to use actual sand when you can use simulated sand, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, of, all, <laughs> of all the things I did, I worked with jammed packings, like so, yeah. um, and specifically analyzing effective friction damage. So taking their taking their pro taking their properties and mapping it to to friction coefficients. Okay, so for someone who doesn't know what jammed packing is, do you want to oh, explain yeah, it a bit more? That. Jammed is like essentially just stuck. Rigid, solid, unjammed is like flowing, not rigid, not solid. That, that was about the least helpful point I could have given, because I just like use a bunch of negatives. But <laughs> yeah, so but think, just think of like marbles in a jar, right? Yeah, so exactly. So sometimes you can pour it out and it will flow freely, and that's unjammed. But then they could jam at the bottleneck because they just crash into each other. Is exactly. That a good, yeah, good that's a good explanation. Yeah, um, you're, be you're better intuitively explaining this than I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> you explained it like five times like or more to me already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, but yeah, at this point, it's like, do you know what jamming is? <laughs> yeah, well, th they say like, once you, you, you sometimes you forget what, 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 what it was like to learn it. And when I'm learning what you, what the amazing things you, you researched, I, I'm still in the learning phase. So. <laughs> Yeah, That's probably it, um, why I have a pretty good explanation. But yeah, so continue. So yeah, the, the big thing is I was working with the GA or geometrical disparity model, which was uh, essentially you got bumps on the surfaces, bumpy grains. Yeah. And in two, in, in two, like to give background, in two D we have uh, we we can we know it pretty well. Like the formula is like mu equals one over square root of uh, two two r sub a over r divided by sine pi over n sub a squared minus one. Where um, S of A is a number of bumps. I was going to put that formula on the screen. <laughs> R sub A is uh, R sub A is the bump radius. R is the particle radius, like you know, without without the bumps, because like you have like little circles on big circles. Mm -hmm. uh, what I was doing is trying to take that to 3D, and so like little spheres on big spheres, and the I and my, the biggest thing I did was derive the formula. Like I did some I did some other stuff in the summer, but like it was it was mostly just leading up to that, like. Getting, getting the simulations to work. Like a lot of it was just debugging, which is really not fun. Yeah. But uh, after doing like a couple of weeks of debugging, so we actually had functional simulations that like you know, where the particles would like, you know, actually be, make a jammed packing. Uh, what I did, like I derived the formula, which was like B sub F was one over square root. Uh, then like, then then it gets really complicated in there. Yeah, I, I've seen that, that, that really ugly, I mean, beautiful uh, formula. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. It's not very pretty, but the goal was, the way it was, Essentially, what I did to derive it was a, a lot of geometry and like, and essentially saying like we know that the effective friction coefficient is going to be the maximum ratio of tangential to normal force, which yeah. occurs when we have one small bump in between three other small bumps. Yeah, and then you can make a tetrahedron with a an isosceles base, and we know the base is going to be isosceles because we did some measurements and uh, like I think you remember you remember so you did, that spot. you did measurements of simulated sand. Uh, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we did measurements of the simulated packings. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I don't know why yeah. that, that that blows my mind. Taking measurements of some construct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But, <laughs> we took measurements, and they looked like isosceles triangles, which you can look at the graph because you know, because the side lengths were like two that were very close to each other, and one that was far away. And so we got approximate isosceles. And then if you do that, then you can just do a lot of equality stuff, and eventually you get a, you, you get the formula and. and well, the cool thing about about that is, uh, is that for most of the like for a lot of the derivations I did were just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like it was it was a, a big trial and error process, but at the but I I got I got the derivation right on the last day I was at the lab. Oh wait, so they didn't tell you or? 
Oh no, I got, I, and then I confirmed it was correct in the last day of class. Oh, that is, that is, that's such a sweet ending. <laughs> it, was, it was the perfect way to end it. I was like, I was fiddling around. I was like, oh my god, this works. Like this, what, I, what I got from the derivation matches. The what measure. was your PIs? Did you PI say anything? He was, he was very happy about it. My, my, my PI, he's not, he's a man of few words, but um, yeah. sort of man of few words, but just like he's very, very kind. Very, he's, he's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I have two follow-up questions on that. Uh, it's about learning in general. So you you mentioned uh, you had to learn how to code it and debugging. So did you? How do you pick up like just that operate like that system uh, in such a short amount of time? Um, it was through a lot of it was through a lot of grinding. <laughs> so which, I, which 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 software you were using? I was using MATLAB. Oh, MATLAB, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but um, essentially, I learned two basically two coding languages, uh, which was MATLAB, and uh, and then, pardon, Python? Uh, not not Python actually, and uh, Linux. Oh, Linux, yeah. Where um, because Yale supercomputers were operating right in Linux. Linux. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was I had to do that to figure out how, because that's what I was doing the simulations on, but then also then MATLAB was like you know like making scripts and like such. Yeah. Which was, yeah, I tried MATLAB over the summer for one very specific thing, and I basically did not learn it. But then I batched my way through <laughs> of using the program. Yeah, so just like just like just just push hard enough, and it'll work. Google copy and paste. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, what I did is I I just um he, before when he when my PI was figuring out figuring out what he wanted me to work on specifically because like there's all these different projects that like they they have like on hold. Uh, he, he said, like, just in the meantime, start learning some MATLAB. And I was like, okay. And so I started grinding okay. MATLAB a couple days. Yeah. Some YouTube videos or some mini projects you were working on? Uh, I went through, like, they have, like, the, the, the MATLAB certification course online. But, uh, oh, yeah, the official, okay. like, the MassWorks, whatever thing. But I, I, I got, like, a fancy, I got, like, a fancy online certificate that everyone gets. Oh, how long did that take? I would uh, want to do something like that. Uh, it didn't actually take that long. You can you can grind in like a couple hours and it's done. Oh really? No, well, might consider it. <laughs> it, it, was, it was, but yeah, it was um, it was relatively fun. The, the only thing I don't like about MATLAB is I can't use MATLAB anymore because I don't. I'm not with the. Oh, yeah, anymore. it's an expensive program. And it's really expensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like yeah, my even, thirty like, day free trial ran out, and then I just like I couldn't access my grass anymore. <laughs> so I was just like. like I can't use my codes anymore. Like I have, I saved all the codes to like a separate um, thing before I left. Mm -hmm. And like, I, I also, with that, because like I have, I have the work has to be reproducible, like of course, right? And so what I did is I uh, like, I saved all my codes and I put along with it, like a, a sheet on how to use everything. Yeah. And, but, so I, so like my, someone else, my, someone else in the lab, if they want to pick up my project could. Yeah. But like, I can't use my codes anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, maybe maybe when you're in New Chicago, then you get a free MATLAB license and you can just run them for nostalgia. But actually, maybe more than more than just nostalgia, actually, because there are some. New Chicago features two of the oh. um, most prominent classes. Oh, okay. Then continue. <laughs> of course, you will continue, Manav. <laughs> It'll be fun. Yeah. Okay. Second thing. So. We have this research phase in um, SRP, right? And you wrote probably the longest paper, review paper ever. Uh, <laughs> tell me what was in that paper, like just in a very general sense. Oh yeah, so um, did, did, did I overcode that paper? 
actually, I actually am very glad I put that much time in the paper though, because that because my PI my PI then knew that I knew what I was doing, or at least yeah. the, and without that, I don't, the actual process of writing it made me understand the material at a much deeper level than I used to understand it. Yeah. But uh, but what did I talk about? Uh, I'm sorry. Let me see if I remember what I wrote. So section one was introduction. Uh, section two one was uh, fundamental science. So like like uh, generalized coordinates, uh, yield yield stuff, stress strain, basic engineering concepts. Uh, two 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 was a history of the field, just giving some context. Two three was uh, basic was the basic model I was working under, which is like um, quasi like the, their basic model for quasi static such, which is like let's say you give like slight pushes, then 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 stabilize slight push stabilize. Like all the math equations we use for that, that 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 section was incredibly hard for me to understand when I was making the paper. Yeah, like I would literally stare at this equation for twenty minutes and be like, "What the heck is this saying?" Right? There was there was so much so much notation, so much like there was so much sigma notation and so much like so many different like variables. Mm -hmm. Like it was very hard to wrap my head around it intuitively what I was going for. Eventually, I did, but like I mean, I had to, right? But. But yeah, um, but it was it was it was a struggle. Then section three was uh, like different research methods of like how the how we worked the simulations. So like you know part of um, like so three one a was uh, uh, particle interaction. Three one then 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 we had boundary conditions. Then we had uh, then we had packet generation protocols. Packet generation protocols oh, was was the longest thing ever to write, and it was it is. But it is the most. If I think, I think if anyone's going to read just one part of my paper, then packing generation protocols is the one to read. It is so important to how yeah. we do everything because, like, how how like it's like how do we make these jam packets where it's equitable in a way that they're actually jammed? Wow. But it's, do, you, do you use the word equitable? No, I mean like I mean like like sort of like how like random in a sense like how do we get like randomly generated jammed packings? Oh, okay. Because like what's really hard is like okay I know what a jam state looks like but like how do we make sure it's jammed and how do we make sure it's jammed in a way that like the positions are actually random. Yeah. So how 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 is it actually random? You want to give a brief? Yeah, well, I'll give a brief version of it. But essentially, most people think that you you jam a you can jam a box of grains by just putting more grains in there until it's stuck, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a the, but experimentally, it's a really problematic way of doing it. Because then you have, because then it's really hard to find a way to to make the, the grains enter into the box in a way that's entirely random, and also then you can't command then you then you have less control over the number of grains that are going to be in the box at the end. So like let's say you want to make yeah. run packs run simulations with n equals twenty four grains. Yeah. The question is like is how do you jam it so, like like how many do you start with like how how big do you get the grains to the, the end packing is going to have twenty four. And how do you yeah. reverse engineer that in such a way that you're actually putting them in a way that's random? Yeah. So what's 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 the solution? The solution is you is um remember is is making the grains start really small and actually get and like grow, which seems unrealistic. But if you're looking for just looking at the jam, the end jam state by itself and not worrying about how it got there, then the growing model works perfectly. It's super easy to run computationally. You, you, you're guaranteed jam. You're guaranteed a, like a random packing because you could just like randomly generate initial starting positions. Yeah. And then, and then the only real difficulties come down to like how do you know when they're big enough? And you can run that by just running a lot of potential energy functions and and doing conjugate gradient minimization to minimize those functions. Okay, I'm sure everyone understood that. <laughs> I, I I have a very vague understanding, but props to you. But yeah, that 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 one is. 
that that's I think that I think is the most important part of what my lab does. It's like in terms like like getting these jam packings is is so critical to doing everything. Yeah. But yeah, then after that, there's like more method stuff, and then finally for section four, I go through like eat, have like a lot of different novel research, such as like for example, like if we generate a bunch of packings, like what like let like if we have a quantity called packing fraction, which is like how like the total area taken up by the grains over like the total area of the box. Mm-hmm. And so, like for example, like if we generate a bunch of packings, what like what distribution like like what packing fraction tends to appear the most? And of course, as you would guess, it appears like in a normal bell curve kind of thing, right? Yeah. But like it's things like that. Then there's like you know certain like thermodynamic principles. Then you have like um like different kinds of like what if we like generate by using shear what if we generate by like you know how do that compare to generating by like using uh packing fraction expansion things like that it's always such a joy listening to you explain stuff (laughs) (laughs) i'm probably just ranting for a while yeah oh and this this has to be one of the most rewarding experiences ever right oh of course this was like um like the review articles specifically yeah yeah that was one of the most rewarding experiences ever like and then the research one of course probably even more so because you had your own contribution now yeah it's like sr like the srp is just so good like i have nothing but amazing things to say about the program it's it's changed the way it's 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 given me a lot of confidence and said like i know i can do these things now Mm -hmm. and also that um like me meeting the like the incredibly smart people in the program and just like making memories with them and also just like have and and just like becoming a much, much better scientist and thinker in general. Yeah. Like going through the process. So you attended your lab remotely. So how does that look like? Do you wake up and just hop on Zoom from nine to five or were you just given assignments to work on? It was basically just like it was essentially just like do this. It was like do it at your own. Yeah, it was it was not I was not on Zoom for that much. It was mostly just like do it on your own and like it was um basically report really, back. Yeah, report back. Um I didn't really do that much with my PI directly. I was mostly working with my mentor who was a uh who was a postdoc. Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal, just an absolutely phenomenal mentor. I have nothing but great say the great thing to say, but I'm very nice, incredibly smart. Uh but he, but essentially what I would he would be like, Well, we're gonna work on this, and then I'll be like, here's here I want do as much as I can. Like when I, when I hit a roadblock, I'd probably ask him a question. He'd be like, maybe try this. I'd be like, I tried this. It didn't work, but I tried this thing too. And he'd be like, yeah. that's a great way to do it. It would be like that. <laughs> I sent him so many emails in one summer. It was actually ridiculous. <laughs> oh, so he didn't block you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like the, the poor man gets so many emails from me. <laughs> <laughs> when you pity the other person you're sending emails to. <laughs> I sent the email be like, I feel bad I had to email him for like the fifth time today, but. Yeah. Oh. Oh, SRP. Yeah. Hopefully, by doing this recording, that you pick up some stuff that you would have forgotten in five years, you know? Yeah, I hope. I, I, SRP is something I do not want to forget. It is If there was one thing that from Choate that I think is most valuable, it is so easily SRP. SRP. Yeah, I'm gonna miss it. I I wish we could just re go back, go back to that round table, like and we only and, and the thing is, it it wasn't SRP the way it was like it's done for most classes. But I think yeah, even we had two terms it, of in person. Yeah, but I think we made the most out of it. Yeah, I think we did too. 
So, anything else you want to talk about in junior year? Let me see. Anything else in junior year? Well, I know S- SRP overshadows everything. Yeah, SRP everything. overshadows everything. Right? That's the thing. I mean, I, like, I will say, I had like junior year Latin was an awesome class. Uh, um, calc was fun. Just my first year on varsity at squash that was really fun. But yeah, that. But yeah, most of that, that. Yeah, that. Not really anything I want to get into too much more detail into. It's just like the stuff I had fun with. Were like it was definitely SRP, Latin, Calc, squash. Yeah. Uh, any anything else I can think of? Yeah, that, those are the big ones. Yeah. And right now, any interesting classes you're taking? This year? Yeah, this year. Uh, oh yeah, this, this this year has been awesome. I, I I'm having so much fun at the senior. I mean, yeah. the, the fall. Uh, U.S. history. <laughs> U.S. history. I, I was. I am getting pampered this year with my teachers. Like I'm getting so many amazing teachers. Like yeah. Salat's amazing. Prol's amazing. Mr. G for physics is amazing. Uh, like Hogan the Fall was amazing. Uh, like Miss Williamson for Latin is amazing. Like I don't like. It's like yeah. I'm getting yeah. so lucky. This is, this is this is crazy. Mr. Loeb for Shakespeare this term has been amazing. It's like I'm taking so that many. next term. Uh, oh, for Shakespeare. Loeb, yeah, you're gonna Mr. love. Loeb. Loeb okay. is really he's he is so in so passionate about Shakespeare and so knowledgeable about everything. <laughs> okay, I I want it because I I don't, I have limited exposure. I I love I like reading Macbeth and Romeo and Juliet and um yeah just really in depth Midsummer Night's Dream and I was just like yeah, maybe yeah, I can spend a term just on Shakespeare. Yeah, you're you're gonna love it. Um. You're going to vote most of this most of this term to Hamlet, but yeah, Hamlet is great. It's such an amazing yeah. play. Hamlet, yeah, never actually read it. Maybe not. Mixed terms. Yeah, Hamlet, Hamlet, Hamlet is the play. It is like the it, it's like the play. If you want to know, there's so many references to Hamlet everywhere in life. Like just because like it has the to be or not to be speech, for example. Yeah. Anything I should be focusing on as a tip? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's gonna, the, the Loeb is going to point out the big parts to you, but like you know, you can get pumped if you think. If you think about like to, like to be or not to be, for example, as Hamlet, uh, if you think like it's there's so many cultural references to Hamlet, it's crazy. Yeah, heard one. Yeah, very excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you enjoy your classes. So this is just in general. Some this is the advice part uh, that you want to give. Um, so you're incredibly intelligent and incredibly hardworking. What advice would you have for like freshmen right now or on learning on just balancing life in general and pursuing what you like? So any thoughts? What, what advice? I guess what I, I'm trying to think of this in terms of like, what would I tell my younger self? Mm-hmm. But my, my advice is that is especially when you're young take advantage of all the free time that you have yeah. because i didn't take as much advantage of it as i should have like yeah. it's there were like there are so many things out there in the world as to not appreciate until i was like older like it's mm-hmm. like like like, like not, i've always liked math and science but i don't think i i definitely wasn't as passionate about it then as i was now but i think really but i think really really exploring like different fields of study and different academic things and trying things that you, I don't want to sound cliche, like try it, like things that you haven't tried before. But, like, I mean, like that, that is true to an extent, but I do think that like, 
actually trying to like get into something that you find even like a slight bit interesting let's say like you you kind of like math but like just like look like this research things by yourself like just do do so like the, yeah. the, the internet is there's like there's like there's so many things you can find about everything on the internet just like just like try to learn like just learn things just learning things is fun yeah and sometimes i think it's remember important to remember don't wait for the people to give you permission to do so because sometimes you always think oh i shouldn't be doing that or i don't have to do that but then is that you can do it right like right now but and also like it's also like when i say like when i'm especially when i was younger i was so nervous to try like so like i was so nervous as a sophomore because like everyone was new but like most people i showed are really nice and really chill and like so if you just like want to do something with someone they're probably just going to say yes and you can probably just become friends with them anyway it'll be it'll, it's, yeah. it works great yeah, Trump people are very nice. So any thoughts on what motivates you to study and where do you find your grit? Where do I find, I will say, what what, what motivates me is really that, hmm. Like one thing that I just, I just really like the, like the subjects I'm studying now. <laughs> like like I, I, want, I, like I want to be good at math, but I like math. And I want to be good at that. I like science, and so that's where I get a lot of my a, a lot of my sort of like workingness from. Because like I know like this this is what it's like. I want to really understand the stuff that I really like understanding yeah. stuff, and I really want to pursue it. At the same time, it's like it's also just like I've always had a particular standard for myself. Just like I want it. Like I don't. I I, I I'm the kind of person who can't stand not putting my best into something because I just feel bad about. I feel bad about myself. Like what's yeah. the point? What's the point of doing something if you're not going to get the most out of it? You can yeah and so and so that's why I'm, that's how i'm like i want to do i want to see if i can be the best version of myself i can be and i don't like i don't like doing less than that yeah so right now what do you like to do in your free time it doesn't have to be work just what do you what, what are you currently enjoying <laughs> yeah the, the, this this mystical concept of free time right i actually do have free time now because spring break which is great but uh free time it's like i have this bucket list of things i want to get around to doing but a lot of, but you know, like, like, like in terms of like the less intellectually stuff, like I like playing video games. I like watching sports, like that kind what of thing. video game. I'm big into, um, most, like mostly Japanese games, like Nintendo stuff, like Smash Bros, Mario, a lot oh, of RPGs, a really? lot of RPGs, like Pokemon, uh, Fire oh. Emblem, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. But, uh, and, but, but there, there, like, there's that, but it's also like, I, I like watching sports cause like mostly baseball and football. And also, and also I just like hanging out with like, just like playing outside and running around with my little cousins and just like hanging yeah. out with them. Do you it's live fun. with them? Uh, I don't live with them, but they live like 10 minutes away. So it's right. It's not really that big of a deal. It was back in Hong Kong. Um, I do live with six baby cousins. Oh, really? That's, that's so, yeah, that's so in funny. the same household. Wow. Every time during break, it's, uh-huh. Studying becomes very hard. I get distracted because I just want to play with them. <laughs> they're all attention grabbers they always just want your attention and just like either oh by crying god. or just like tapping oh you it's like you want to go play this you want to he hit me or something like that it's just like <laughs> how, how old are they like, most so they're there's six of them right they're between the ages of zero to seven. Oh, so they're youngins okay they're young kids yeah <laughs> yeah I, i'm thinking like for, it's a little different with me all my little cousin because he's like two years younger than me so we're and he and he, he goes to show right but all, but um 
so we and most of our interests align anyway <laughs> like he yeah, also I, I, I can tell he also plays squash he also likes latin he also likes math and, and also stuff. has a big red backpack <laughs> yeah he goes with the orange but yeah big, and big 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 orange backpack orange jacket red coat orange. yeah i was like i was like i'm i think i called you because i was running and then i just saw a silhouette like that and i was like that has to be Malinov. it's like hi Malinov, and then he just looks looks towards me and then he just did not respond <laughs> he just thought that was, he's like wait what the heck it's <laughs> like what the heck I, I didn't feel so bad for him because i was just like i just okay. felt embarrassed <laughs> oh yeah no don't worry don't worry um i I've been actually like I've been I've been mistakenly called a lot, like and my old sort of one because it was kind of like me and I, and people have called me him so much. Oh, oh, Neil. <laughs> no, not, yeah, not not Neil. Um, it was another kid in my grade who was about oh, the same okay. as me. Oh, yeah. But yeah, in, in terms of other stuff under my free time, like there's just like things I want to get around to reading, just like textbooks I have. Uh, textbooks. Like, like also, I, I like like. I've been getting more. I've been realizing how awesome Crash Course is, uh, like the, the YouTube channel. It's really fun. Uh, the the two Hank brothers. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah it's those sort those sort of things. But it's also not like I have that much free time anymore. Like the, the more stuff I find to do in my free time, the more I realize I can't do any of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I have a reading list that is probably like fifty books long right now. Um, oh yeah, I got got. And the in that, office. this might interest you. I I want to read. Uh, six easy lectures by richard feynman and the six not so easy lectures by feynman as well because that's why i had it when you, you remember was it you or max who sent oh yeah we had that poll. Was. And, I, and i had had it just on my icloud drive on my desktop because i was just gonna read it so i was like yeah i think i know who he is that is so funny that is so funny i was about to say like that reminds me of the thing that we did with max max and i got into so many random debates about stuff it was crazy yeah so maybe 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 I, you know what remind me that i have to finish reading it like by the end of break or by the end of this term i yeah, really um, want to get to it uh, i'm not going to do it because that'd be petty but i will say that um my dad used to have this joke where he'd be like where i'd be like hey dad can you remind me to do this and he would just say then you then he'd be like do this like immediately after i said to remind him oh <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, so I'm, so I'm gonna be reading uh, Richard Feynman tonight. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. Also, I, yeah, someone told me to start reading like canonical texts or like really just like fundamental texts, like Wealth of Nations. Oh the yeah, the, the, species. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Those, those are yeah. So I've been trying to get to that too. What is that? Principia. Oh. But don't don't read this one though because it's in Latin. No. Like you're not Principia, no. right? Principia. If you want to pronounce oh, it? Oh, right. that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Philosophia Naturalis Principia Mathematica. If you want to do a Latin sort of thing. Like who, yeah. who got? Did your dad get it for you again? But yeah, my dad got it for me for Christmas. It was very nice. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I didn't see a bigger smile on your face <laughs> when you told <laughs> it talking about it. Oh. How, how how are we finding it? Uh, so here's the thing. I oh, winter break was called college app break. <laughs> yeah, I, <me> too. <laughs> so I didn't really get tired. To, I didn't really get to read much of it. I mean, like the little bit I read was nice, but yeah, I have that's something I'm going to probably get around to like over this break. Yeah, you reading it now? Uh, well, not not just yet because it's a hell I want to read first. But yeah, this is on the list. Okay. So what what are you going to read right now? I want to read right now is I'm going to, is, um, well, in terms of logistically, I want to re be reading about some electricity and magnetism because I have an AP to study for. Oh, <laughs> I do took some... that last year. 
but yeah, that, we want to be doing some of that. There's, um, but I did have a truncated syllabus, though. I we, we didn't really get to magnetism. We only electricity. Oh yeah, because of the uh, yeah, I get because of the APs last year were weird. Yeah, I think I think I did end up studying for it, but then I was just still my mostly I was dedicated to studying electricity. Hmm. Yeah. yeah and have then you was... got into electricity yet? Have you got into Gaussian surfaces? Uh, no, not in 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 uh, in, in six fifty. We're we're, we're finishing up mechanics still. Oh, okay. We're a little bit behind this year from where, from where you guys were last year, but yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like that happens every year. G tells us that we're a bit behind from last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much has shifted over a, like a five year period. Like, it's like this is like. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible visual graph, but but yeah, there's that. There's also um, there's like uh, learning LaTeX is really high up on the list for me right now. Oh yeah, I Cal and I we were talking about LaTeX because we both did our papers in LaTeX, and then he was like, we were like, we did not let Manov learn LaTeX for his paper because he would go crazy with it. <laughs> I am learning, but I'm doing it now. I'm learning LaTeX. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's very useful. Very nice formatting. It, look, it looks so pretty right i'm doing it as i'm re as i'm remaking my uh srp paper for the fall and doing yeah. it in like yeah it looks so nice right now yeah there's a lot of other functions i haven't explored yet but then when i google a function and do it it's like, whoa this is <laughs> this is powerful yeah, it's so powerful there's yeah. so much like granular control yeah i'm also trying to also like um because max is like indoctrinating me at this point uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn some basics computer science just because like i think that'd be helpful yeah that that is good. I I I was taking a CS course online on Coursera. It's actually pretty good. I recommend it. It was uh, Harvard CS fifty uh, X, which was very fun. They have like weekly problem sets. Oh really? Yeah. To like they'll teach you a concept, and then your homework is to apply that concept on a little project. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool. And then that your how you pass it is like your program has to run successfully and it's like an automated bot that like detects if your program does these tasks correctly yeah that makes sense in terms of like how you would assess that my, I my, it actually over the summer i'm like six lessons in i'm like 75 percent in but i've never got myself to finish it <laughs> fair enough it's like it's like hey spring break and anyway but... yeah and then i got into college stuff and i was like oh yeah i know college stuff is it, it takes so much dang time like winter break just wasn't a break at all yeah, I, I, I remember like winter break because I was in Hong Kong and then I just told my French teacher, I was like, sorry, but I'm just very tired and I don't think I can turn this homework because I just lost my break to writing college apps. <laughs> mm -hmm. I totally I'm sorry I'm behind on my homework because, but I'm just kind of tired. <laughs> yeah, I totally, I, I was, I was mentally exhausted during winter break. It was, a, it was just like, I, I was like, I gotta sit down and write another big college essay. I, I cannot do this. <laughs> yeah so but it worked worked out all well effort it, it did. yeah i mean yeah but th thank goodness thank like i'm just glad i'm, I'm glad it worked out i'm glad i'm, I'm going somewhere i'm happy, yeah. with. I'll be happy. Yeah, i have another month to wait for <laughs> yeah I, I mean i i'm sure i'm i'm sure it'll work out for you somewhere though because like you're, you're you're really great He's, there's there's no way that that there's there's literally no way that you're not going to get somewhere great in my opinion yeah well, thank you, and I hope it works out. But <laughs> congratulations, Leno. Yeah, sometime I'll visit Chicago, and I'll see you.
if, if you visit Chicago, you have to tell me you're there. That's like a, that's a yes, requirement. I, I will. I'll probably drag you on a run to run around Lake, Lake Michigan. Um, yes, Lake Michigan. And that's then great. probably after that, we'll have deep dish pizza. Perfect. That is that. That sounds perfect. I would do that. I would very much. I, I actually spent like a summer at uh, Northwestern. Oh yeah, and, and, and then the food in Chicago is top notch. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. You know, Derek popcorn comes from Chicago. I did. I did not know that. Huh. Yeah. I, there, actually, I'm not too sure right now, but then I remember they had a large presence in Chicago. That uh, I will. Uh, yeah, I know there's also, there's this great donut place I can show you in Chicago. I go there, every time I go to Chicago, I go get donuts from there. It's so yeah. good. There's also just like, there's, um, there's, they got like this great burger place. This great, um, there's this great ice cream place. There's like all these places I know there that they're Okay, awesome. so that's a done deal. After COVID's done, <laughs> I like come visit Chicago. Let's see. You and your, at the end, your natural, natural place. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so weird. I'm going to a place that I've, that I've visited so many times in my life where I have a lot of family there. I mean, that's, I mean, that's part of this. That was part of the draw of the place, obviously, because that's like why I visited there in the first place, right? Because I happened to be in Chicago. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's. You want to call it a wrap? Yeah, I think we'll call it a wrap. I think, I think it's been pretty great. I, I love this conversation. It's like, I, think, I feel like I know you so much better now, even though it's kind of late. <laughs> But yeah, um, it, it's it, it, it was fun, and I and I'm it, save it for posterity. Yes, uh, I I will I will set an email reminder for five years of like this recording date to like just automate ascending process. Yes, yeah. <laughs> five years from now. And yeah. I, I, it's just so weird that like it's just so because like we're moving on to like a, a very different stage of our lives, and yeah, like it, I, I I can't. It's been so long since I've not been in like a normal school. I've been in high school for so long, it feels like, and then yeah. and then next year will be completely different. Yeah, it's it's ending, and I feel like I it feels a long time, but it also feels so short at the same time. I wish I could have taken more courses, mm -hmm. wish have had more in person time, like without masks with people. If it feels like it feels like I'm getting the most out of my Toad experience at the end of my Toad experience. <laughs> well, well, that that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're saying. But I wish I, I I just feel like I, I feel like I wish I could have put it all together a little bit earlier. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck. I'll see you soon. Uh -huh. But in advance, good luck to her <laughs> college experience. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll see you on campus. It's not a goodbye yet. This is not a goodbye. I know, I know, but it feels like one in some ways. Uh, yeah, but, and it, but if you're watching this in five years, congratulations on your graduation. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on, 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 on hopefully graduating. Yeah. Continue being you, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, but hope, um, hope, and then, then I'll have to go off and do something in life. I, I, I just, the thing is, like, I, I'm so, like, right, right now at least, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in, like, five years from now. I don't know what I want to be doing specifically. Yeah. I've just, so just been, like, as a student, I've been so focused on just, like, wanting to learn things and just, like, doing that. But I have I don't know where I'm, where I'm going to go with it yet. I'm just figuring that out. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, there's so many paths that we can choose from, and mm -hmm. well, hopefully we end up on the right path. All paths lead to one. <laughs> but, well, yep. The, 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 the determinism person would be like, "You, well, we don't really have much choice." But you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
It was great talking to you, and I hope you enjoyed dinner. Have a great day, and have I'll see you soon. Yeah. Anyway, see you. See you after break. Have a great break, Jaden. Okay. Thank you, Mana. Bye. Bye.